There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. This is the morning sickness. My name's John. There's Pop Pop Bert Toledo. We're ready to go. And uh, it's another glorious day here. Might be uh, over 100 for the first time in 2022. Damn it. And everybody laments it. And everybody, but we knew this is coming. This is, a, you know, this is like a pizza being worried at Brady's house. You, you got involved. You know what's going on. You're going to be <laughs> Just eating. get out it's, there it's and enjoy happen. it. Yeah, it's just, you know, accept your fate is what I'm saying. It's a big deal. It's better than tornadoes and hurricanes and gators crawling around your backyard and earthquakes. I mean, we got it made. 100 degrees, big deal. Uh, so it'll be uh, maybe 100 today. And we're all... Prepped and ready. I think we, uh, we all know what to expect, and that's just fine. Uh, so prepare yourselves today for the worst part of the 100 degrees is the uh, office ladies who have nothing to talk about but weather bringing it up, which I'm doing right now. The weather chatter. Good job. Oh, prepare yourselves. We need a standard statement to combat weather chatter. You're not going to stop the uh, really the first 100-degree day. That's... Uh that's just going to happen. Right. That's what I'm saying. But you can't stop the annoying lady at work that goes, can you believe we're already back? It's awful. I think the standard statement to stop office talk about 100-degree days and go, it makes my ass all wet, which is good for you know penetration. And then just watch the whole room <laughs> stop wanting to talk about weather. That could quell it. I think it would slow down yeah. the... The other thing that you could do is uh, between some people in the office is figure out who comes up with the first one that says... The dry heat line mm. and do a bet on that. If someone does dry heat talk still. Even if they're trying emotion. to be funny. Right, yeah. They throw the, it's the dry heat, even as a joke, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, speaking of dry, how's your wife? The, just end these conversations. <laughs> There's nothing about them that is something anybody, that fake smile you get afterwards. Do you feel good about that, weather bringer upper? Do you feel good about walking through going, it's going to be 100 today? And then you get there, <laughs> okay, goddamn bore. But we'll see. Uh, but it is going to happen. I want, and the reason I bring it up is because uh, radio, television news this morning, uh, the internet, everything. Here it's we like go. A, it's like the Stormwatch team. Yeah, they, oh, right. It's the weather. Stormwatch is an actual event, though. Just being hot. 
We know that. Storms are like, oh, we don't know when they're going to happen for sure. Like it could happen tomorrow. We, you have to, it's going to be 100 degrees, a lot. Just stop it. Stop talking that it's surprising you or you just, oh, I can't believe it. It seems like it's earlier every year. No, it doesn't. It's always the same. April, May, June, we start seeing that. June, July, August, miserable. I'm saying the, uh, you know, on the, on the, like the Stormwatch team is having a couple of the reporters out there. I'm outside uh, right now. Standing in the right. Ra- 99. Yeah. Yeah, I'm nice. waiting for some knob to start trying to cook cookies on their dashboard. <laughs> right. you know, the, all the Eggs news the stations eggs. do that, yeah. yeah. There's a real problem. Oh, is that they're, they're, they're always talking to people who are from out of town. It's We get it. We get it. So hot. We understand. That's what living in the desert is. So we can we can absorb this. But I do. I like how's your speaking of dry, how's your wife? That check that one off the box. Nice. And I like I like, I like the heat because it makes my ass moist and that's good for penetration. Do you still want to talk about how hot it is with me? Nope. Never <laughs> again. I'm now I'm representative of everyone in the office. Speaking, it's at a gold bond green level. Yeah. And if it's a woman that's saying it, uh Speaking of dry, how you doing down there? I don't think you can do that in the office without getting fired. No. You don't even tri- triple Bach brewing yeah. down there. But you could say, speaking of dry, have you met my wife? And then act like you've got bigger fish to fry, and that conversation won't be. There will be no follow-ups. Zero questions coming at you that way. So I can get you out of this. I'll get you out of this pickle before it's all over. Uh, Suns tonight, which is uh, very exciting. You can actually, it's, uh, you know, 2-2, it's exactly where it should be. Suns, Suns were 2-2 last year against the Lakers, and I don't remember the bandwagon hopping on and off as, as it's going right now. It's the, they're in trouble, bro. They're in trouble. I'm not, all right, calm down. They'll be in trouble if they lose tonight because then it gets real hairy. They're on the ropes. Tonight. You're fine. They're not on the ropes. They're if the, they lose tonight. If they lose tonight, they're in trouble. Yeah. It's official. Yeah, tonight is I'm, – I'm listening to people talk about, oh, they're done, man. They're done. They won two games ago. They had a bad game the other night. They're, they're struggling to find their rhythm right now against a team that's pure chaos. So we'll get that together. I do like that live sports is stuff we can talk about because last night I watched Better Call Saul and I lament the old days of television and entertainment when television was on and you could talk about it the next day. Now it's like a drug deal if I want to have a conversation about this show, which was absolutely epic – Perfect television. I mean, it's making Breaking Bad slide down the list of, of, of greatest shows ever because it's just taking it apart and it's making Walter White just a horrible creature without ever mentioning him. But the show's so good and there's so many great details from last night. So I remember the, uh, when I was a kid, Moonlighting was such a big deal and KZZP had uh, Bruce Kelly on. And on Wednesdays, when they moved to Wednesdays, Thursdays, uh, Moonlighting breakdowns were the next morning. Like you'd watch the night. Uh, it was on, yeah. And the next morning, uh, Maggie and Bruce would break it down, and it was always like great. And it was a good show. Spoilers didn't matter, and all this other. And now you can't like I walk through. I'm like, you're watching Breaking Bad, and people are like, oh, I'm only on a second. I haven't ever seen. It. Then I see Paul, and I'm like, have you seen Breaking Bad? We go. In, we have to shut doors and talk about it without. I was downstairs yesterday talking to uh, uh, Jen and Tom Wintermeyer. And uh, Scott Taylor, the bot, Scott the bot comes up because I don't think he's a real person. I think he might be an internet ad. He comes <laughs> up and he's like, uh, Breaking Bad tonight, right? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, I got to figure out a way to watch it. And so I'm like, have you seen up to that? And then somebody else goes, quiet. So we had to you know, hide in a corner to talk about a television show or we're going to get yelled at. And then I find out that Scott Taylor downstairs, and I'm using all, if I knew his middle name, I'd say it in the most embarrassing way, says to me, uh, I got to figure out a way to watch it. I'm like, what do you mean you got to figure it out? It's on television, remote, uh, AMC. He goes, well, I got AMC Plus, but um, I got I to gotta figure out a way to watch it before bed. And I'm like, it's on at 9 if you have the feed here. 
Yeah, well, it's more my wife. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, well, we like to watch TV shows together. And I'm like, okay, so? Well, she doesn't want me watching that. And I'm like, you have got to slink. I'm like, do you want to come to my house and watch contraband television? Is this real? Did you? I said, why can't you just sit in another room and watch it? And he goes, well, she just she gets upset when we watch. We don't watch together. Separately. And I said, you're not allowed to watch Better Call Saul, are you? Well, she's kind of not a big fan of the way that, you know, oh, what it's about. Geez. And I said, I'm going to say this again, and I'm going to say it in front of everybody. Scott, you're not allowed to watch Better Call Saul, are you? And his head fell, and he started turning red. And I'm like, if you were watching it by yourself in a room because you enjoy it and your wife came in, could you keep watching it or would you turn it? And he goes, uh, and I'm like, oh, my God, you're a, you're a, you're a hostage. You're currently a hostage. You can't even watch your own entertainment. And I said, you can't watch it in the main room at all, can you? And he goes, well, no. I'm like, this is a hostage situation. I said, look, I'm going to send a car, put a hood over your head. We're going to get you to my house. We're, we're going to get you in a room. You can watch Better Call Saul. Like, a grown man should be able to watch a TV show. Is she worried about um, that he might pick up some of these habits I watching the no. show? I think it's uh, – she may be worried that Black Magic crawls through the television and attacks his brain. And then Kristen goes, oh, you shouldn't have said that to him. That is going on the air tomorrow. I'm like, you're goddamn right. Because if there's <laughs> any other guy out there right now who's not watching a TV show because content makes his wife nervous, you're a hostage. And you need to have not hostage negotiations start today. Step your, up, Scott. Step up, Scott. Just say, look, I like this show, and it's not making me a drug dealer. And it's not, oh, he, he stepped in it yesterday. He wanted to sneak. He has to sneak around to watch that show. He could be in a bedroom. Wrong crowd to say, I got to figure yeah. out how yeah. to watch it. Yeah, he could be in a bedroom with uh, two hookers, and she knocks on the door, and he's, what are you doing in there, Scott? Uh, uh, two hookers. All right, as long as it's not. Better call Saul and those druggies. <laughs> but that's what happens. You're watching that Better Call Saul, and now you're with hookers. Yeah. Were you out last night watching Better Call Saul? No, I swear to God, I'm having a torrid affair with several women. Oh, you're a liar. You're watching that show, aren't you? <laughs> several women I can handle. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care about that. You're making that up. Better Call Saul is a... Uh a show that he is not allowed to watch. And if you see wow. Scott today in the office or if you people know Scott at all, pat him on the back and tell him, say, I'm not with you, bro. I have no idea what you're going through. Not at all. Not, none, of us, none of us men know what's going on here. Or give him a call today. Oh, yeah. Or call him up. If you know <laughs> Scott, call him up and go, bro, it's pathetic that this is happening for you. Now, we can watch Vikings together, well, but no, not that show. I don't think that that's a possibility. No, I, don't I think, think so that either. Scott has a very... There's a lot of Hallmark movies. Yeah. In his Scott lineup. is watching a lot of things that he's... Or pre- Love It or Listed or oh, something like that. He's pretending to, <laughs> to like a lot of shows. A lot of shows. Now, I'm all on my... Uh, you know, Love It or Listed's not one of them, but my HGTV, Magnolia now, mm-hmm. network stuff. I like that. But if it was forced upon me to watch Hometown every time it was on, and I couldn't leave to go watch what I want, well, then we've got a hostage situation. And a lot of guys are hostages. And we, we're not doing that to women. We don't force you. No, you will sit down and you will watch Reservoir Dogs and you're going to like it. I don't want to. You watch that by yourself. If they don't want to watch it, everything's fine. You know, but if they don't like that you're watching it and they're forcing you to watch something else, hostage situation. Terrorism. It's female terrorism. Like Medea, she, if she doesn't want to watch something, she just jumps on her phone and just does whatever right. she wants to do. She don't care. Like, whatever. Who right. cares? But if you're watching something and they just demand you don't watch that because of content, boy, oh boy. It is forever to be known as the Scott Taylor rule, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it is now implemented. There is nothing about 
content that you enjoy being taken away from you because she doesn't. That's not fair. Brett, I don't like that, and I know you do, but you're not allowed to watch it. It's not cocaine. Peace out. Yeah, you're, I'm going to go watch it in another yeah. room. It doesn't even affect you. Oh, that's pathetic. And even, like, if you walked in and your wife was in the, you know, she's in the main room watching massive amounts of porn, you'd be like, all right. Well, maybe I'd not, go in there and watch. Maybe not the main room, but yeah, well, you and I can. Yes, yeah. Brady's got his kids. And, Dada, <laughs> Mama's watching the sticks again. You can't have that. But, you know, if you're like, I don't want you watching porn, it's the same thing. And I don't know how many people are, are into that. I'm pretty sure most people in this day and age are like, oh, you're watching porn? Well, let's get that done together. But anybody that's hostage negotiation, you need immediate, uh, like someone in the middle, to talk you through that. You need a therapist or a mediator or a cop. That's domestic violence, I think. I agree. You don't. You know, that's mind money. That's mental abuse. That's Amber Heard, Johnny Depp stuff right there. It's Wait, on its way. What do you mean? <laughs> to domestic violence. Oh yeah, no. You, you start taking away things I like because you don't like them. You, you've you've you're turning me into a big puddle of melted vanilla ice cream. And then what's going to happen a few years from now? You're just not who I thought you were. You're just, it's, things have changed. You've made me not like things. Now I have to like all the stuff you like. I'm not the same person I used to be. Oh, Scott, I'm going to wrestle him. <laughs> I'm going to have to. Poor guy. I love him. He's great. Scott the Bot's amazing. Scott the Bot has the ability to walk through a hallway, say hi to you, and then if you're not paying attention, he does it again from the exact same location. He re- reinserts himself in a... Like, he'll walk from the open door in the front, past you in the lobby, and like, hey, Scott. And if you're like, hi. And if there's no acknowledgement that he's satisfied with, he, he regenerates again at the door and starts it over because he is, he is a computer program. I am convinced of it. Scott is busy watching Bridgerton. Scott Lives Matter. <laughs> Scott Lives Matter. That's a good That's a one. great one. Scott Lives Matter. Scott Lives Matter. That's exactly right. And if you're in that same situation, you are a Scott. And Scott Lives Matter. It's 558. Larry loves everyone. <laughs> Kara hates the POC. Scott Lives Matter. And Sue's a bitch. Oh, that's right. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Sue's a bitch. So, yeah, the, uh, the, that, that disappointed me. But it is true. You've got to kind of be careful who you talk to TV about or about your shows with. Because Better Call Saul, I'm, I'm aching to spit all the stuff that happened last night out. Because it is, it is just blossoming into this amazing the finale is going to be incredible if they go down the right roads. The show is unbelievably good. And if you liked Breaking Bad, it's better than Breaking Bad. At this point, it has surpassed its creation. It is unreal. I can't talk about a detail because everybody's really caught up. I liked it better when we used to have to watch the same time. We had more to talk about, except politics and now hopefully sports. But that's why everybody yells at each other. The only thing we have in common is stupid politics. It's the only live event that continues that you can say, did you see what happened yesterday? Can't even do that anymore. We had quite the live event last night in my neighborhood. Yeah, you had some police action. In Dem- Gilbert? What domestic happened? violence. Somebody must have stole a bottle really? of Postinos or something. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be it. <laughs> and, the, and actually, my, I'm going to guess that uh, <laughs> there was a person of color too close oh, to yeah. the Postinos, Ooh. and the wives were drunk and saw a little too much Bridgerton, and then one of them got a little too close, and then the husband called the cops. I, they're fine. I've been watching Bridgerton. Most of them are quite nice. I'm going to talk to one. Oh, it's such a... Oh, I can't believe I'm thinking about it. There's one. There's one. Go get him. Hey, can I help oh. you out, ma'am? What's going on? You're, you're from Bridgerton? Pardon me? Oh, uh, what? 
Can I see one? Can I see your Can I see your aching throbbing schwanz? <laughs> I'm talking to one. I'm calling the police. My my wife's awfully close to one and I'm not going over there. He'll stab me with his crack pipe. <laughs> what happened to Gilbert? Oh, you you nailed it. Oh, nice. A black guy. Too <laughs> no, close to the house. Grandma grandpa live in a house and the grandkids come over. Was this the same one where they were sneaking out the windows and stuff? Yeah. Oh, you got a you do have a crack house. You got and trouble. And so they it. come over and and grandma and grandpa could be oblivious to it or they're in on it. it's a Walter White deal. But anyway, he uh grandkid comes over, his girlfriend, there ends up being a fallout. They accuse each other of stealing money. They're definitely uh high. Sure. And uh they fight out in the front lawn. <laughs> And one of the neighbors was across the street. The kids were playing. Yeah. And they see this yelling match. And then he grabs her by the hair. Oh, he's trying to toss her, her around. Within, I mean, minutes. Of course, it's our neighborhood, I guess. Sure. There's Gilbert. five cruisers over there. And then everyone's out. It's a spectacle. Everyone's watching. The, it is the I told you. discussion that you're talking about. Well, that's going on over here. Yeah. Well, those, um, Let's get together and buy this house for cash. Let's get them out of the neighborhood. <laughs> You guys are going to gentrify your own hood. Get them out of here. We'll put in people we want. Yeah, that's great. But the kid was uh, cuffed on the curb for, I mean, a good two hours. Does he look like a deadbeat? What's that? The kid looked like a deadbeat? Is he a deadbeat-looking kid? Oh, he was uh, slumped over. He could barely, he was hot. But beyond that, but is he like generally day-to-day, do you see this kid and go, ah, deadbeat? Does he fit in is what I'm saying? No, yeah, he's he's in trouble. (laughs) You look like one of them Crenshaw Mafia (laughs) motherfuckers to me. He needs needs rehab. (laughs) We're going to go ahead and do most of the Boys in the Hood scene there. (laughs) What set you roll with? (laughs) I'm with no set. You look like one of them Crenshaw Mafia motherfuckers. <laughs> you boys have a nice day. Wrong bug. Yeah. Boy, Trey and Ricky wow. got the bad end of that. Yeah, that they night. did. Was it just Ricky? Trey was gone at that point, right? Or was no Trey was there? No, because Trey got Trey got laid. Oh, Trey got yeah. 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 Ricky was the was Ricky there? Yeah, Ricky was. Ricky there, was yeah. still with him. Yeah. Yeah. Trey got laid out of that deal, so not too bad. Yeah. That's right. Oh, that's right. He went back and he got her. He yeah. He slapped the skins, as they say. <laughs> One of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> He went back and slapped some skins. That's right. Totally forgot about that. Kara would appreciate this conversation. Yeah, and well, yeah, she's seen it. She lived it. Uh, and then, uh, of course, Brady is living it now. But yeah, so you Man. guys, are you in on the pooling into the and buying the house? Or you, you walked away when they started talking about that. <laughs> did you Did you I, go down and were you one of the people I talk about not being that goes to hang around the, the crime scene? Domestic violence is the police officer's worst nightmare, by the way. That's what I told um, Well, the one person You did involved. go down there. You know he did. You no, went and I went stared to, at it. No, we were there out for an hour. Where? And then our neighbor, because everyone was in the front yard and at our side. The house was about three or four houses down. Two. So you were part of that? Oh, yeah. The stand outside gang? Yeah, about Brady. Just answer 20, the 25 minutes. I was. I was yeah, in. You were one of the people that I talked about being the stupid people. At the domestic violence or when police show up that they get their phones I didn't phones know any out. of it was going on. I was like, uh, you got to come out here and say that. That's the point, is that you don't go towards great. it. No, you don't. That's stupid. Because domestic violence is what cops most fear. We were there after. And, right. They're cuffed on the curb. Got to look at that. There could still action. be some more. And there's, then the, the car was out in the street. You know, the fine line, if it's in the driveway, they can't check it out. Oh, yeah, they can. 
on I, I, as I understand, like if it's in the garage or whatever, it's a what? private like garage is open. If you you're arresting people for domestic violence and somebody's making a claim, they easily get a warrant for that. Make a call. Well, they that's what they probably were waiting for, yeah. unless they get the keys and say, okay, you can check yeah, it you out. You can get permission or you can get a warrant. But if they have reason, most of the time with domestic violence, though, a cop's just going to be like, we're taking these people. Is this going to satisfy everybody? That's people? what I thought, but yeah. they, they had them out there for. And then there was something else going on. They wanted to get reasonable the- suspicion of everything else. Absolutely. Well, you got problems in your hood. And here's what I'm saying stop standing around when the cops are in your neighborhood. It's the dumbest thing you can do. That ride along taught me everything I need to know about how dumb neighborhoods are. If there's Cops. a good arrest going on, if there's a good fire, I'm no. out there watching. Spectator sport. Well, you act like you're joking, but you are. So don't be that guy. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst because you never know when somebody's got something up their sleeve and a, a police have to pull the guns and everything else. Now you're just standing there filming. It, it was like an pretty idiot. well under control. That was the only. That's what the, that's what you want to believe. You never know when, when I Grandpa's going to come out and she slip was out. in the cruiser. He was curbside. Did you ever watch uh, Live PD? Yeah. Uh, there was always a domestic violence when they had pe- things under wraps, and then huh. Grandma changed her mind about the whole thing, comes out and starts beating on the cops, pulls a gun. I've watched it too many times on TV, at least. I don't know how many, when, when the people who, like, they see their precious little angels being, you know, stuffed into a car, yeah. that's when they lose their mind. Domestic violence is the worst call a cop can get. It is the worst call a cop can get. It ready? Is just, yeah, I'm ready. Here we go. You've been hit by, you've been hit by a smooth criminal. Ski mask just walking in. <laughs> Show started five minutes ago. It's not anywhere near payday. She's still wandering in. Five minutes after her show starts. The smooth criminal is here. Man, good job, three minutes. How do you do it, man? How do you do it? I got to go talk to her about this deal. Without her getting mad at me. She's got a good deal. What are you yeah, talking about? Again, I don't want to go in. figure it out. I'm not like Brady. I'm not going to go down to the crime scene and start asking questions. <laughs> and keep it together, man. Let the police do their job. Yeah, it is. The cops will tell you. It's a spectator sport. People come gathering around. It's the worst thing in the world. It's the worst thing in the world for them, for everybody else. It's just a creep. I had my phone on. I was trying to get in the face of the cops. What do you want? Come on. Did you film it? <laughs> no. You didn't? Did Ronnie? No. Mm. No need. Everyone had it on film and their surveillance cameras in the neighborhood. Oh, that's true. The rings got so they'll all get together tonight and watch it. Yeah, but you have that's going to be fun. There's going to be all sorts of Kravitz plans in your neighborhood to eliminate these poor grandparents who just have bad grandkids. They can stay. That's my vote. Because yeah, you're not going to put any money in on it. But the people who aren't aren't going to be you know stingy, Brady slinking out like Homer going into the bushes. We should all pull our money together. Where did Brady go? We should all pull. Anyway, the five of us should pull our money. Where'd Ronnie go? The four of us should pull our money together. What if they do make a move? That's really bad. How, how do you do that? You don't. They're not. You could, but you, I mean, that's just, then what? That, where does that domino stop falling? Right. We don't like the look of this guy. Oof. And then, and then you're going to get that one neighbor that's going to wander over to the Mexicans. Knock oh. on their door and say, well, the neighbors and I have gotten together and we have a cash offer for your home. What are you talking about, Holmes? <laughs> We're talking about your homes, Holmes. <laughs> uh, we, here's, here's cash from all of us. We want you out. Oh, Brady. You live in a scary spot. But I do like that the police arrive and beat up teenagers in your neighborhood. Within 30 seconds. All you watch. Yeah. And they'll come back. They'll be back. You'll see. And you know who's going to bail them out, Brady? Grandma and Grandpa. The ones who are probably having the most trouble with them are the ones we're going to bring right back into the house. The enablers. Inevitable. That's true. It's inevitable. Every time. That's why 
Uh, we the tactical black stuff, the uh, the domestic violence things. Uh, the cop the cop told the stories like I don't know countless amount of times you go, and a guy's pounded on some woman, and some dude comes over and tries to save the day, and a couple of times there's been stabbings or shootings or whatever, and he's like, I went over to help her. The cops got there. What does she say to the police? It's all right. He didn't do anything wrong. And that dude risked his life to try to save a girl who was just going to say, uh, he didn't do anything. He, uh, he never hit me. Nothing happened. Well, she's afraid she's going to get her ass Right. Well, and, but, yeah, but that's the thing. I know. You yeah, risk saying, your life yeah. for somebody who's not even going to you know, follow through. The best thing that could happen in this situation is uh, the they, f- they find something in the car and he has to sit for a while. We'll see. You'll see, but Grandma and Grandpa will be like, "That's mine." You'll see that those if they keep. You've had problems they with them be, for a while. He could be uh, Gramps could be Walter White, and maybe, but he's not the one busting it up all the time. The kids are, and if they're climbing in and out of windows and moving cars around and things like that in the past, and you got to, oh, you might want to get in on this money pool and kick Grandma and Grandpa out. Maybe, yeah. I you're gonna have a John Wayne Gacy thing. I'm just gonna be pulling bodies out of a house. Ooh. Oh, man. Check it out. Well, good good luck, Brady. And you're married. It's all over now. It won't happen again. For today. Yeah, for today. (laughs) Until the crack flow starts slowing down and people want their stuff and start banging on the doors, they know where it comes from. Perfect hiding spot. Yeah, don't go outside and chase the cops around. they got enough to do. make a better drive-through. Yeah. You don't need to go through windows. Well, if Grandma and Grandpa are in on it, I don't know why the kids are sneaking out windows. That's the, grandpa aren't in on it. They're, yeah. they're, they're, they're just on. helping out. Yep. But like Brady said, they're enabling. Yep. Grandma and Grandpa never, ever say stop it. They never actually put the cuffs on and send them away, especially Gilbert, Grandma and Grandpa. They probably are somewhat Mormony and have that whole forgiveness thing involved. And My grandparents would have kicked my ass. Well, I, no I, way I could get away with that. I wouldn't have had much uh, support. No. Maybe my grandma. My grandpa would have had me. He'd have thrown me up. My grandma might have been like, all right. What are you doing? You're bringing my my cousin tried it with my dad's parents. My what happens is he brought cocaine to their house and and they didn't know any of it. He planted a pot field in my grandpa's farm. Yeah, and my grandpa went out there. So I get all these weeds growing out here in this, and he had no idea. And a guy told him, he goes, "That's marijuana, Alvar." He had no idea, but wow. my cousin had planted pot out there and was divvying it out in the farmland. No, there were no there was a cop in that city. Yeah, and he was like just some, you know. It was a volunteer basis. There were no police. They didn't have any problems. And that kind of, uh, that's a natural progression a lot of times because mom and dad might give them the boot. No, you're out until you figure it out and then they'll go to grandma. Grandma and grandpa. Grandma and grandpa hand money out. That's why. Because they want you happy and out of their house. Maybe we can help. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah, my grandpa had to boot my cousin out of there for growing pot and stashing, stashing cocaine. And then where'd he go? He came to us. My dad gave him a chance until he was stashing coke and, you know, freebasing and everything else at our place. He had no idea. They're tricky, those druggies. Anyway, good luck with your Brady uh, neighborhood. It's not tonight. There's a Suns game. Yeah. Yeah. You might want to watch in Maryvale where it's safe. <laughs> Sounds like that's what it's <laughs> yeah, turning into over there. Brady's, Brady's crack den that he lives in. I like when the cops come through, but I'm the one in the window. I'm not going out there. I don't like that. I... I it's just, you never know what's sitting in the window waiting. Plus, you had that ambush the other day, or about a month ago now, where the one guy got in trouble on purpose to lead the cops down to some dude to jump out of a bush and shot two cops, one in the hand. It's crazy. I didn't hear about that one. You didn't? Yeah. No. My, uh, a guy who used to do my neighborhood, he'd, I'd talk to him in the cul-de-sac. He'd 
come pulling. Hey, John, what's going on? We talked for a little bit. He's down on uh, – he does Suns game uh, traffic stuff now. And he's yeah. like, any job I can get that doesn't put me out there anymore. And he goes, I'm not the only one. We all feel this way. You give me a desk job, I'm in. And he goes, my buddy got shot in the hand last night. And I'm like, what happened? And he's like, if you're doing a random stop of this guy, he started to run. He ran around the corner, and they were chasing him. And some dude jumps out with a gun from behind a bush. He ran him right to him Jeez. on purpose. Yeah. And he goes, he said, there's nothing about our job right now that's going well. I'm like, holy crap. They get that guy? Yeah, they got them both, yeah. I think. But, I mean, an ambush shot the one dude right in the hand, which means he put his hand up to be like, oh, my God, that guy's got a gun because it was just out of the blue. And then uh, I think the other guy finally got the, the runner. That's insanity. You always have to assume there's somebody in the bush whenever there's cops all over the place hiding. There's another bad guy nearby until it's all clear. But very rarely travel as singles. You know, don't go over to Brady's neighborhood, too, if you want to live. Uh, there's plenty of good real estate in Guadalupe right now. <laughs> uh, anyway, and plus there's not a lot of drunk driving in Guadalupe by comparison to Gilbert because 5, 7 o'clock, those ladies coming home from Postino. Oh, yeah. To go deal with their kids again after soccer, youth soccer practice. <laughs> Got to pick up six kids. Yeah, Minivans yeah. are rolling. Yeah, they're, they are rolling and they are crooked sometimes, <laughs> so be careful. Gilbert, you are scaring me. Uh, and let's get us a wake-up song, 585-9800, while we don't talk about Better Call Saul, unless I just got an email from a guy that said, uh, uh, I watched Nacho, dot, dot, dot. I'm like, okay, we'll talk on, we'll talk, you and I will talk on, I'm dying to talk about it. Can't do it. We have no commonalities as a society anymore. Uh, give us that wake-up song, 585-9800, a good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98KUBD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. Yes. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.